Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by... We've got good news. The world is open again, and people like you, people of faith, are traveling to Catholic sites around the world. Want to travel with exceptional Catholic leaders this fall, next year, or in the future? Are you looking to see specific sites, celebrate traditional Latin Mass, or travel to destinations without vaccine requirements? We are here to help you deepen your faith on pilgrimage. Give us a call at 1-800-842-4842 or visit us online at selectinternationaltours.com. Select International Tours is your pilgrimage company, and we have the perfect Catholic trip for you. Are you looking to serve God and society? Consider putting your gifts to work as a lawyer. Ave Maria School of Law has been educating faith-filled lawyers for over 20 years. Ave Maria School of Law is committed to training lawyers to use law appropriately around the moral issues of our time. Visit AveMariaLaw.edu to learn more about integrating your faith with a law degree. Welcome to Quote Me, a weekly podcast that seeks to encourage, inspire, and lift you up to be all you were created to be. Words are powerful. Recognizing and celebrating the impact they have on our lives can comfort or challenge us, or both at once. I'm your host, Lindsay Schlegel, and I'm so glad you're here. Today, I hope we can honor the truth, beauty, and goodness of well-chosen language, and so glorify God. Let's begin. My guest today is Eniola Hansberger, Eni, to her friends, uh, Director of the Office of Family Life for the Diocese of Patterson. Um, she's also the foundress of Espouse, a new relationship and conversation facilitation uh, program, uh, in shorter words, relationship coaching. Eni, thanks for hanging out today. Thanks for having me, Lindsay. I always love spending time with you. I was just I reflecting on this how we, so I know we came together so many years ago of, of dairy-free peach pie at a bridal yeah, shower. That's right. That's right. It was the best dairy-free peach <laughs> I've ever had. <laughs> Perhaps the only. Yes. Maybe. It still was good. Didn't make you throw up after. So that's uh, fine. Um, so we could talk about so many things today, but what we're going to start with is this Pope by Alexander Pope, to err is human, to forgive is divine. Um, so you told me you came across this doing some research on forgiveness. What leads one to do research on forgiveness? Uh, yes, um, I was actually getting ready for uh, a women's conference I host for the Diocese of Patterson. And I was just working on doing some, um, uh, putting together some advertisements and things like that. And in doing that research, I came across that. And I, one, I have to say, Lindsay, I love the premise of your podcast. I love that you start, like, it's about your favorite quote, because then I started looking into like, oh my gosh, what is my favorite quote? There are so many great ones out there. And I was going through like my list of quotes. I don't have a list, but I was just, Some you know, people, it's amazing. Some people have like notebooks full of well, quotes. And now and I want to like... be that person. I want to <laughs> be that person because I'm like, this is so important. So like just the premise of this kind of blew my mind. So that's one. And then um, I said, wow, there's so many good ones here, but I'm just like, they're so good. I said, like, I want to just find like a simple, like something very simple. And so I came across this because I just think like everyone can relate to this. You know, there's so many heavy, awesome quotes out there, but I was just like, go basic. So that's why I went. Yeah. 
And forgiveness is something that we don't really understand or appreciate as a culture or like to pretend isn't actually a factor or maybe say, but don't actually mean. Right. And, and also then, I think is at the root of so many of our issues as a culture. So many. And, and who we're forgiving, like forgiving ourselves, forgiving past wounds, forgiving. It's like, it's so hard for people to move forward without having gone through healing and forgiveness. So um, yeah, that just yeah. hit me, uh, you know, when you asked me and in the work that I do working with different people and different relationships, it's like, whether it's, you know, forgiving someone who's done you wrong or forgiving someone who might not even know it, like how it's just so, contrary I feel like to you know today right now where people are kind of like don't forgive like just be angry and live in that right right or forget it and move on and don't deal with it right exactly yeah I am looking at my phone right now because I just brought up the litany of trust which is always in an open tab on my phone um one of the lines here is that you give me the grace to accept forgiveness and to forgive others Jesus I trust in you Mm. And I think forgiveness is also something that we think we have to do on our own and we don't know how to do it. And I think this quote so speaks to the way that like we have to bring, we, we can't, like we actually can't do it on our own. Right. Exactly. We need grace. We need and sometimes grace. it's to forgive ourselves, sometimes to forgive other people. And I think also the aspect of accepting forgiveness. Yes. Someone else could be totally cool with you and you are still beating yourself up over something. Right. That's, that's true. That's a good point. Um, and, and we all do it. Like we all sin, we all fail, we all mess up, you know? And that's, that's the human side of us is like just trying to, how do we continue to grow, right? How do we continue to be, you know, a better human being? And, you know, I think forgiving is, is something that, this can be so hard, but you know, and that's why I love the quote. Like it's, it's divine. It's really, yeah. yeah. It's curious that it is so hard for us to forgive or to accept the fact that we need forgiveness or that forgiveness is even something we should give like any time to, because we all, like, we all know we mess up, but we all kind of want to pretend that we didn't, even though it's <laughs> right. like, everyone would say things like everybody makes mistakes. Like, I don't know if anyone who doesn't believe the words, everybody makes mistakes, but we also are so ashamed of the fact that we make mistakes. Right. And I don't know that it's really because we expect more of ourselves. I think it's just that we feel crummy about it. Right. Right. And you kind of want to take the approach, you know, I just think of like kids, um, you know, when my three-year-old does something, you know, and messes up, like we're so willing to forgive our children right like they mess up and they they apologize and they say they're sorry or even if they don't right they're still we still go back to them we still love them you know and so just trying to take on a more childlike approach with life in general with everyone we encounter like just being more childlike yeah Um, you know and and being able to see uh you know the child in in other people and being able to forgive that. Is, yeah. Is the child in the adult in front of you who is because biological we, age may or may not. 
men. Exactly. Psychological age. Um, <laughs> and a lot of this, I know you've seen from engaged couples, um, actually talk a lot about um, when John and I do pre-cana on this show, like oh, a, yeah. like more every time I'm like, I'm saying this again. Um, and any is why I teach pre-cana. <laughs> um, so you definitely, I mean, this is a lesson we need to teach engaged couples, but in, in a spouse, your new, um, new official venture, but something you've been doing this relationship coaching. I love that. It's, it's not just about marriage. Marriage is a big, I mean, building block of society. It's a really important thing, but this is in all kinds of relationships, right? Like even in work, right? Exactly. Exactly. Um, you know, it's, it's hard for people to navigate relationships more recently. I don't know because we're, we're having more of them. Um, or whether there's just more wounds in the world. And so they're, they're more challenging to, to navigate, whether it be, you know, obviously like a, a spouse or a, a sibling relationship or a work relationship an in-law relationship. Um, so yeah, this is, uh, this is a really big um, and important topic when it comes to all those Right. And it's going to make a difference to the, the individuals who are involved in it and also in that relationship. And then also wherever they're going to go from there. Right. Because when you learn forgiveness in a relationship, you can go take it and, and apply what you've learned somewhere else too. So this exactly. is like a big deal on so many different levels. Right. I, you know, I, I was thinking about it recently. And I said, I don't know. And I, I literally don't know, but I can just, <laughs> just assume that there's not there's not many people who have horrible marriages right who have uh, challenging relationships where they it's not a forgiving uh, marriage but then have these you know great work lives right like where they're able to you know forgive and be kind and communicate like there's a there's something that if you're not doing it at home there's something to it being challenging to do it with other people yes yes um another quote that I refer to often is when uh, Mother Teresa after she won the Nobel Peace Prize someone said what can we do for world peace and she said go home and love your family and so that's often a prayer in our house is that whatever, well, it's my prayer for my house, right? That um, that the love and the forgiveness and the peace that we're trying to build and learn here then goes out into the rest of the world. Like right. it needs to start here. And sometimes it's hardest to do it with the people who you're really close to, right. but it has to go out. Right. And it's not going to go out if it didn't start here. Right, exactly, exactly. So where do you, um, I don't know, do you have any like, amazing stories of forgiveness and ways that you've seen it in your culture coaching or um I don't know where how, how else do you feel like this is that th this whole venture is what is this going to do in the world yeah well so how this you know as you said um just in the work that I do um preparing engaged couples for marriage um I but just in my own personal life, like people have been reaching out to me to have these kinds, facilitate these kinds of conversations with, you know, within their marriage, um, within, 
their in-law relationships and things like that. And, uh, you know, it hit me more recently. It's, it's always struck me, but more recently, like I told myself, like, I was thinking about children. I was thinking about their, what they actually need to be able to break this cycle of wounds in, in their lives. Because what happens is, you know, children are wounded and then they become wounded adults. And those wounded adults don't know how to navigate relationships. And, um, and so I said, like, how do we try and give our children the best of uh, the best that we can as, as parents, right? And that is to model healthy relationship for them, right? So then they can see that relationship and they can start to grow in a healthy manner and be able to navigate the challenging world that, you know, they will be exposed to. Um, And so, you know, the reason why I decided to actually, you know, do, you know, espouse on the side was to start to really build healthy um, relationships that that can change the world because our world is just, it's sad. It's right. really sad. And it's like, well, what, what can I do within my power? Right. And, you know, I tell my husband every time, you know, often I say like our relationship, our kids like need us to be solid and they they don't need us to be solid in like 20 years when we have time to work on ourselves. Like right. it's too late by then, right? Now they're an adult and they're out there in the world uh, navigating their relationships, however they, you know, have seen us do it. And that might not be a good thing. So like the time is now, which is why, you know, I love working with um, engaged couples. I love working with married couples, um, you know. And, you know, obviously it's about their, the couple and their relationship, but we also have to realize that the children are very important. Yes. And yeah. So yeah, and they need, maybe need to learn a skill set that some parents may not have, or maybe, maybe we have them in certain ways, but we don't in others. Maybe there was like this part of this relationship I saw modeled growing up was really strong. And this other bit, or like my relationship involves something that that relationship didn't. And now I have to figure out how to navigate that. But do I have the skills to do that? Like I'm thinking right. about fraternal correction as we're talking, like that is a thing that can be so beautiful and helpful. Um, but it needs to be done the right way. And I think a lot of people don't know how to do it the right way. Um, but if we can, you know, I, I, I mean, even my kids, I hear them cry, like, you're not supposed to do it like that. You took too much chocolate for your yogurt. You're like, there is the right time to correct someone. Right. And there's the right time to go to, to mom or to an adult or to a teacher. Right. But trying to figure there's like so many nuances there that are really difficult. Um, but I think our kids don't really have those modeled. I think like, when was the last time on a TV show you saw someone like offer someone else fraternal correction? <laughs> right. Like in loving charity. Right. Rather than like, I think you're messing this up and I don't like the way you're doing it. Like, no, I see some, some, some harm is going to come to you from this. And like, we got to talk about it. And even if it, our friendship doesn't last through this, I need you, like, I care about you and I need you to, I need to talk to you about this in a certain way. Yeah. yeah. There's also this misconception that um, the closer you are with someone, um, 
you know, whether it be family or close friends, that that means that you can have certain conversations with them just anyhow. And when we navigate other relationships, maybe their work relationships, whether it be a boss, employee, or, um, uh, you know, someone at the grocery store, that that relationship should be navigated in a certain manner. But we can then, and, and, and but then we talk to like our family and close friends in another manner that's just so not like befitting anyone. Right. And so like what I've had to, you know, tell people is that like the relationship that you have at home with your spouse or if it's your adult children or if it's your sibling, you have to, there's a certain way that that relationship needs to be navigated and those conversations need to be had. And just because your family is close and you think like, oh, well, blood is thicker than water. Like, no, you still need to respect the fact that this is a human being that deserves dignity and to be spoken in a certain way. Right. Um, so, you know, that's a conversation I've had recently with my, my sister that, you know, we were sisters. We were, we, we were young sisters at one point, but now we're both adult sisters and how we talk to each other cannot be the same way that we did when we were 10 years old. You know, and even like parents, you know, now that I'm a mother, my mom, uh, you know, I've had to explain to her that I am your daughter, yes, but now I'm an adult with my own children and how we communicate now is going to need to look a little bit different, right? right. You'll always be my mother and I'm always going to respect you, but there, we need to have you know, boundaries in place, we need to be able to, you know, certain conversations probably need, you know, it's just about yeah. navigating yeah. Like where we are now. Yeah. And I think about that as a parent sometimes too. I'm like, okay, someday, God willing, I'm going to be the mother-in-law and the grandma. And like, I got to do the way I want to do the mom thing now. And then I need to take a step back. Um, but at the same time, we also need to respect that, like the grandmas and the aunts and uncles, like it's their chance to be aunts and uncles and grandmas too. So there's some, like I'm the mom, but I'm not queen. Right. And my kids need different perspectives to certain degrees within our value system. Right. Right. But like, like they need, maybe not every Christmas present needs to be off the list that I send someone. If someone has an idea, you know, they still check with me first, but um, that's that's a tough one for me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, we can talk about that one later. Experiences. It's all about experiences. Um, all right. We've got to wrap it up, but I'm so glad I got to spend some time with you today. Um, and we're going to link to your, um, to your new venture in the show notes. I'm so excited for you. I know that the, what 5,000 couples that you served, um, uh, in your, in your ministry at St. Paul inside the walls have all been blessed by you. And I love that it's expanding beyond, um, engagement and marriage to all, I mean, our lives are just full of relationships and we need to be taking care of them. This is how we give glory to God. So thank you for being with me. Thank Um, you for having me. Always a good time. Always. Listeners, as always, to suggest a quote or a guest, follow the show on Instagram, quote me underscore podcast, or contact me at my website, lindsayschlegel.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast, leave a review wherever you find your shows and tell a friend. Until next time, God bless you.